John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. John, it's the High Game Podcast. It is the High Game Podcast. We talk about guitars. We do. Amps. Amps. Pedals. Pedals. Wiring problems. Yes. Where are we recording from? We are in beautiful West Seattle, Washington. Another fine day. It is kind of a nice day. Another week in the new year. We're already like a month in almost. Yeah, getting pretty close. Yeah. As we sit recording this in the now time. Yeah. We're barely into 2023. Sure. As you sit listening to it, viewers, who knows what went down. This is a Guild M75. We are starting this thing out where we had no end of wiring problems. So we've got a pretty stripped down board. We had been futzing around with the board and then got it in a weird state. And you've got papers laying around. You're all funky.
Beverages. Beverages Ed, yes. That kind of sounded a little Neil Youngy. Oh, maybe. You know? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. What are you drinking? I have a uh, black coffee. Yes. And what on earth is that thing? It's an urban remedy, organic super fruit sea shot. It's got twelve hundred percent of my daily vitamin C. It's like a so little vial. Yeah. The number one ingredient, John. Love. Beets. Ugh. Beet, orange, ginger, lemon. Beets come from the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to pour it in your coffee? No, I'm going to pour it in my mouth hole. You should pour it in your coffee. That would be dumb. <sighs> what do you got? I too have black coffee and I have another roar beverage. Same as last week. Same one? Same flavor. Mango okay. Clementine. What's not to like? Yeah. Are those guys going to send us a crate of that stuff? They should. I got to tell you this urban remedy thing. I just shot this thing down. Was it horrible? I think it's just fine. But I got to tell you, John. Yeah. What does this taste like? Dirt. Beets. It's dirt flavored. Pretty much. Will you report to us every so often the effect it's having on you? Full disclosure, you know, in case I have to run and have some <laughs> sort of emergency. I bought it and set it on the counter. Yeah. Then realized much later, this thing's been sitting on the counter for like several hours. And it does say keep refrigerated. So there's a non-zero chance I just poisoned myself. Dirt poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. You would not like this at all, John. This is a 1972 Guild M75 CS cutaway solid body. Bluesbird. Long and storied history of a sort. This has two humbuckers, pickup selector switch, your tones and your volumes. It has a master volume knob. You love that. It's kind of helpful. Yeah. And a phase switch. I'm into that. What kind of humbuckers are those? These are guild designed humbuckers. They're a little gold foily, a little ornate looking. And they're a little you know. bigger than your standard humbucker size. Hold it up. If you're going to swap them out for regular humbuckers, they're not going to be exactly the same size. So you okay. might need different pickup rings. What would you do that for? These things are great. They sound great. It's got that bridge thing going on, the angled bridge deal. Yeah, it's like a block at the end. I think they're probably hoping to increase the sustain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week you had that Qtron that you were blasting. Glad that's gone. You loved it. Very quacky. Yeah, the jam band people love the quack. I was born in 1968. Yeah, I've heard. I was a little bit of a crybaby baby. They took me to the doctors like, why is this kid crying so much? They took an x-ray of me where they made me drink some radioactive fluid. And one of my kidneys was swollen up into like my rib cage. I have a really cool scar. Looks like I've been in a knife fight because 1972 surgery tech, a little behind 1972 guitar tech. Yeah. I imagine that happens to a kid today and there's probably like a little tiny dot. They just poked a hole in me and sucked my kidney out through a straw. Right, exactly. 1952, you remember our man Alfred Drange? Rhymes with orange. Rhymes with orange? Uh-huh. Woof, woof. The dong is coming in hot today. Real hot dong. Hot dong. You remember our man Alfred was flying his plane to work? Is he in Connecticut? Not anymore. Oh. Yeah. He started Guild. 
In mm. 52, he was a pro guitarist. He owned a music store. He knew a bunch of jazz cats because he was into the jazz. Okay. And he peopled the newly formed guild with laid off Epiphone workers. Nice. Okay. Epiphone was like, hey, we're moving the whole operation to Philadelphia. And the workers were like, we like New York. We're not going to Philadelphia. We hereby strike. All right, then you're fired. I got a strike for you. Yeah. So Alfred was like, I'll take those strikers. He's the hero of this story. Yeah, we'll do it here. 1952, let's make some jazz boxes. Boom. Arch tops, hollow bodies. Let's help the jazzers out with your sweet, sweet Epiphone knowledge. Yeah. So Guild starts making jazz boxes. Not coincidentally, or maybe, in 52, the Les Paul comes out. This we know. This is historically documented yes. on the High Gang podcast. And then a year after that, in 53, Gretsch is like, that Les Paul looks pretty cool. We should do something like that. Although the duo jet that they released wasn't completely solid, heavy piece of crap like a Les Paul. <laughs> they routed it out so it was a lot lighter. Okay. So by this time, Drange is thinking, the smaller size cutaway kind of thing, maybe we should do that. So in 1954, they introduced the M75. They called it the Aristocrat. Oh, that's a good name. Have you seen that movie? No, don't tell me anything about it because I want to see it. The Aristocrat? Are we thinking of the uh, same movie? Are you talking about the joke? The joke movie? Yeah, about the joke called The Aristocrat? Yeah. Yeah, don't tell me anything about it. I haven't seen it yet. I mean... Don't tell me! <laughs> I like. You're going to tell me something about that movie, aren't you? I'm dying to. <laughs> yeah, okay. The Aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hollow body. <laughs> Yeah. And it was an arch top. Wait, what guitar are you holding? I'm holding an M75. Okay. Bluesbird. Oh, I see. We're going to be talking about how this thing has morphed over the years. Okay. But in 1954, it was a hollow body arch top. No F-holes. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of pickups. So like a solid body. Only they routed out the entire back before they put the top on it. That was their take on a solid body guitar? I think there was a lot of pushback on the weight of a Les Paul. Sure, because people are not stupid. Yeah, so they wanted it lighter, but also they were listening to feedback about the jazz boxes being so massive. Right. So they scale it down, and this is what you get. Sure. It was lighter. Mm -hmm. It was still a hollow body. Different cutaway shape. This is not really Les Paul cutaway looking. No, it's more Gretchy. It came in sunburst and with gold hardware Ooh. and block inlays. Okay. By 56, they split New York and go to Hoboken. New Jersey. I love Jersey. I know you love Jersey. What exit is Hoboken on? Hoboken does not reside along the parkway. This is the content that people want. They want to know about the Jersey exits. Okay, we're going to have to map out the Jersey exits. Who's from Hoboken? What kind of fantastic people are from Hoboken? Yola Tango. Great. Frank Sinatra. A classic. <laughs> Any uh, truth to the fact that he was kind of mobbed up? Oh, I don't know. You're from Jersey. Yeah, but I don't... Yeah, I mean, With my newfound love of Jersey, I go to you for all information Jersey-related. Uh, well, then I'm going to say probably. Okay. Can we get a mustache check? We're mid-late January. <laughs> the cop stash is coming in nice. Yeah. It's more gray than the last time I had a stash. You think this is going to be your 2023? I don't know. You're going to do any variants to it? Do you think you might, you know... Handlebar out that shit? Yeah, something like that. You think you might? Because right now it's real classic. <laughs> Class stash. Yeah, I think it's great. Thank you. After they moved to Hoboken, Guild, they added 
a natural finish that you could get on the aristocrat mm-hmm. as well as cherry. And they did that in the early 60s, just in time for them to cease production <laughs> of the M75 altogether Sure. in 63. But John, why are you holding an M75 if they stopped making it in 63? Well, I mean, we've established this is not an aristocrat, John. I'm paying attention. In 66, Guild was sold to the Avnet Corporation, and they moved to Rhode Island. Avnet? Yes. Okay, I'm going to look them up. What's their deal? I have no idea. Started on Manhattan's Radio Row. The company became incorporated in 55. Started trading on the New York Stock Exchange. We call that the big board. Uh Uh-huh. 1961. In the middle 60s, the company briefly owned record labels, including Liberty Records and Blue Note. Huh. Avnet owned Blue Note. And then they acquired Guild Musical Instruments in 65. How about that? See, viewers? Yeah. On the job, spur of the moment. Research. Spontaneous research. On Wikipedia. (laughs) Ed just drills Uh. in. He's like a badger or a gopher. Right. Yeah. Like one of those guys in Vietnam. Yeah. Why is a semiconductor company in the 50s buying Blue Note records? We've got to expand out. We've always got to be growing. Yeah. Let's buy a jazz label. Great. Well, they did do one cool thing after buying Guild. Okay. They expanded their electric offerings, as opposed to the kind of aristocrat, archtop, primarily jazz kind of thing. They started thinking more along the lines of what the rock and rollers might like to play. And they started that with the Starfire line. Right. Those are great. They're very cool. And then in Uh 67, they're like, okay, fire up the M75. We're bringing it back. Now it's back, although it's not called the Aristocrat anymore. They heard the joke. Yeah. By that point, the joke was on fire. And they're like, eesh. Yeah, maybe we call this thing the Bluesbird. Sure. So that's what they called it. It was still hollow, Mm -hmm. but it had humbuckers now it was laminated the body was maple and it could have a maple top or a mahogany top and the flavors of it at that point late 60s were the m75 standard standard blues bird yeah chrome hardware Mm. that was the main differentiator there the m75 deluxe Mm -hmm. gold hardware and then the m75 blues bird solid body Oh. So you could get the standard or deluxe, which remained hollow. Yeah. Or you could get the Bluesbird, which was solid. Did they like run out of numbers? Did they just like, well, we made it to 75 and we don't got no more numbers. So we better just keep them all M75s. That could be. The fuck? Well, I think the basic shape was retained and maybe that's what they were thinking. I wonder if you're going to edit that F-bomb out or if I'm going to have to throw another $100 in the swear jar. What did you say? Frick? (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Let's see what this thing sounds like, Ed. Shall we? I think so, yeah. Okay. Bridge. That's a pretty warm bridge, in my humble opinion. Let's see what's up in the neck. Mm -hmm. As warm as I can make that neck. Pretty uh, jazzy. Scooby-doo-wah. <laughs> Don't do that. How trebly can we make that neck? Normal? Mm-hmm. If I make that neck as necky as it goes and the bridge as bridgy as it goes, and then we pop this thing in the middle. Oh, okay. 
I would want a different bridge pickup in this. Go back to the bridgiest bridge. I just think I'd want something hotter. Just me. I don't know. Well, let's see how, what it does when we put a little... Better. Go back to bridge. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Phase switch. Mm. I guess we need both pickups on for that to work. That thins out a little. Yeah. Phasing humbuckers? I don't know. It, it's not as apparent. Yeah. I'm going to jump us back a little bit. Yeah, here. yeah. They got bought by Avnet. Yes. Because the globalists were taking over. Yes. What happened to Orange? Drange. Rhymes with Orange? He stayed on. Okay, so he's still at Avnet and he's still working. Okay. The truss rod cover says M75 on it. Yeah. Did every variant say M75? And then it's like, well, this guitar doesn't look like that guitar. And they're both an M75. I think that's possible. At this point, late 60s, <laughs> uh, the ads, the print ads, different shaped pick guards and the knobs in different places. Man, okay. In 1971, mm -hmm. the hollow bodied versions of the M75, the standard and the deluxe, discontinued. Okay, 71? 71. So the only thing you could get past 71 were solid bodies. Okay. And the hollow bodies were the aristocrats? They were blues birds after 67. Okay. 67, when they resumed production, yep. they were blues birds. Even the non-solid bodies. Yes. From 71 till these things were discontinued in 78. Pretty good run. Maybe it says guild on the pick guard. Maybe switches get moved to a different layout. What you get depends on what year you get it. Our example here is 1972, pretty early. Okay. Bound neck. Bound body. On the top. Yep. Kind of an interesting pick guard. It's kind of a funky shape. Is it gold hardware? Yeah, this one is. It's just faded and real vintage-y looking. Yeah. I love the wear spot between the pickups. How did that happen? Fingers under the string, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Big block inlays. Those are nice. Yeah, those are really nice. But by 78, as I say, no more M75s. In 1984, they're reintroduced. Oh. 1985. Mm. The M75 Nightbird. Still owned by Avnet, do we think? I wonder when Avnet sold them. I can tell you that. Oh, Okay. Avnet sells to Fender. Oh. In 1995. Cool. But right before that sale happened, they discontinued the M75 again. But in 95, when Fender takes hold of them, mm -hmm. they're like, hey, let's bring the Bluesbird back. Sure. Okay, that's cool. Let's do that. What year is this? They reintroduced it in 97, which is cool, except that in 2001... The Rhode Island plant is shut down, and all operations are moved to Corona, California. 
Fender California. I guess that makes sense. Fender's buying them. Yeah, they're moving plants, consolidation. Sure. But then in 2004... Mm -hmm. What do you think happened to those workers? In Rhode Island? Compensated, moved to Fender California. Of course. Wage increases because it's a more expensive cost of living. Yeah. Fender did the right thing. Exactly. Okay, great. 2004, though, after bringing everybody to Corona, Fender acquires the Tacoma Guitar Company. Yes. And they move production to Tacoma, Washington. Didn't the Tacoma plant then just do the acoustics? They did because, in a bold move, Mm. Guild stopped making any electric guitars at all. They went full acoustic. Weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And then in 2008, they acquired Command. You remember them out of Connecticut. Sure. And they moved production to Connecticut. I wonder, like, the Rhode Island guys. Now you're just fucking with me. Right. Your swear jar. You just banged out a couple <sighs> hundred bucks. Frick. No. But that's okay, because in 2014, they closed down the Connecticut factory. Yeah, of course. And then Fender sold it. The factory. The company. Guild. 2015, it's bought by the Cordoba Music Group. And that's who owns it to this day. Lovely group of people out there in Santa Monica, California. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's where they're based. And the factory is in Oxnard. Great. Yeah, that's that guitar, Ed. Sure. You gotta try it. flourish on that one yeah you like that one hey john yes the guild 1972 yes m75 bluesbird yes it's got a bound top it's got a phase switch on a couple of humbuckers yeah big block inlays you're a fan of guilds you own one i do buy or deny (sighs) did you like that i switched it up on you and i great how did i do i kind of did a synopsis of the guitar i think that's your thing yeah and I wanted you to go first on this one. Yeah, those norms are doing it the same way every yeah, time. Nah. 2023, baby. Mustaches and mixing yeah. it up. I'm going to give this a buy. Sure. Should I qualify it by saying that I won't buy it? <laughs> but I mean, would I buy this? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a buy. I mean, we've done plenty of buys where we didn't buy the guitar. Yeah. If every time we said buy, we had to buy it, we were obligated. That We'd would be, be terrible. Yeah. I give it a buy. Yeah. Great feeling neck on it. Mm-hmm. I like these Guild humbuckers mm-hmm. quite a bit. The S100 I have has those. Okay. What about you? Nah. Nah? Not into it. Why is that? Weirdly, I didn't love the pickups. Normally, I'm just like, yeah, it's a pickup. It sounds fine. Yeah. I think the bridge pickup could be hotter. Mm. Didn't grab me. And then it looks like a Les Paul. Your S100 that looks like an SG, I'm very into that. Yeah. This one, even if it's lighter and it's got a phase switch, I just don't love it. That is understandable. We should let viewers make up their own mind about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take pictures. Are you? Where are you going to put them? I'm going to put them all over the place, but mostly Instagram. Sure. And on our website. The High Gain. TheHighGain.com, yeah. Yeah. Is that associated with any other musical network or anything? It is. Yeah? We are core members of the Ruinous Media Network of music-related podcasts. Oh, yeah. The shit falls apart if we're not there. (sighs) 
nobody walks the dog, the laundry piles up. It's yep. horrible. Yep. Great work on that mustache, John. Thank you very much. I'm going to check in next week. Stash report? Yeah, exactly. Sweet. <laughs> An ongoing stash report sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, John. Yeah. Good work. You too. Okay, thanks. All right, bye. Okay, bye.